1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome into a special edition of Jack Ramsey's Danny Mring, Brandon R- Brandon Sprague, joined by Punt Trailblazers guard, Anthony Simons Ant-Man. Appreciate you taking some time out uh, here during the offseason. I know you've been uh, busy working on your game, busy working on relaxing, busy uh, living life, man. How you doing? I'm
2: doing good. Um, just, you know, like you said, working out, trying to enjoy myself a little bit, but at the same time... <laughs> <laughs> continue to work and get better?
1: Uh, first of all, congrats. Congrats on the deal. Um, Thank you. Uh, you know We got to talk for a few minutes at, at Vegas in Summer League and, uh, you know, it's it's still a little weird seeing you from day hmm. one coming in with, with your parents in the studio and being the shy kid to the next couple of years you not really sure what your role is, kind of questioning your confidence and then Doing what you did last year and getting the thing that you worked for, the thing that you wanted more than anything, which was that that respect, that that level of commitment, and everything else that kind of came with that. Because from the outside, that that bag that (laughs) came with it, (laughs) add a few more M's onto it, as you know. Um, But it's been it's been cool as hell to watch you transition over these last four years, man.
2: Appreciate. Yeah, it's been a it's been a a crazy journey. What, to say the least.
1: What has that been like for you? Like what, coming back to, to day one to Portland to when you go in and you sign that contract?
2: Um, You know, obviously the first day, kind of not knowing what to expect. You just, you just kind of um, green to everything. Cause you know, you don't know what's going on at all. Um, you're new to everything and know to, you know, being in this kind of environment. Um, so I just didn't know what to expect. Uh, like through that first time, I can't walk through the doors. I just wanted to, you know, see where I land, get better each and every day, learn as much as I can from you know my teammates and and kind of go from there. And you know, get my when I get my opportunity, try to do my best to um, perform well. And then coming into the you know uh, signing my new deals, just you know, I wouldn't I didn't I wouldn't expect this if I told myself this you know coming into through the door. <laughs> um you know i didn't i didn't expect to you know things to click this fast or even you know you know just for for me to be able to had an opportunity like that like, like i did last year and um show what i can do fully and get the respect of you know my peers
3: well walk us through and like what was the day like for you when you signed the contract like, like i know you're very humble you're modest but like to get that kind of contract and have like changing money and, kind of taking that next step in your career. Where are you at? What's the reaction when the, your agent says, hey, this is a done deal. It's inked. And uh, did, did you buy a house, a car? What what are we doing? What's the first thing Ant Simons is doing?
2: Um, I'm trying to f- remember where I'm at. Man, I don't remember exactly where I'm at when I got that phone call. <laughs> what a but, summer. What a summer. Uh, the man's been around. Man. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Either I was in I had to be either in Florida or or in Phoenix.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But I think it was Phoenix. But um yeah, it was just, you know, um obviously free agency started it and, you know, things happened pretty fast. So um you know, it was I kinda knew within the first hour, you know, what was gonna happen and um, you know, it was it was it was a done deal very quickly. So it was just a real feeling, like you know, what I mean, it just it just doesn't feel real to this day, you know, and um, you know, I still still hasn't kicked in that you know that you know the organization believed in me that like this much, you know what I mean, and that you know it's something that you can't put into words, just <laughs> something that you kind of gotta stay focused and just continue to to try to get better, the best player you can be
3: yeah
1: when you and I talked uh, at vegas you said that the first check hasn't hit yet so i guess that feeling hits when the first check hits right that's,
3: that's, <laughs> that's, that's
2: yeah one uh, yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: i will say with this money uh when you when you're in Phoenix, um somebody may have told me that um you you may or may not stay on a couch when you're down there sometimes so may, maybe with oh. new, maybe with a new contract maybe you get your own place
2: <laughs> uh maybe i don't know <laughs> um. maybe maybe not you know. i enjoy i well i mean i enjoy um you know free places to stay well <laughs> hey, walk m- us- money
1: money can't change you right
3: okay well and mother, like mother I
2: mean, better than something that's free
3: you know <laughs> amen to that <laughs> I, I think we can all agree on that one um uh, walk us through like the summer happens you you know you're getting the contract contract comes you've been busy you've been jet setting everywhere working on your game like is the mindset instantly shift? Like the minute that ink dries, you you sign it, it's done. Hey, we believe in you. You're our dude. Does does the mind shift, mindset shift at all? Is it business as usual for you? Like how do you approach what to do once the organization basically screams, hey, we believe in you this much and and Mm -hmm. now the expectations kind of reset?
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, it's always the same mindset. Just continue to get better each and every day. Um, You know, I think, you know, now, you know, naturally, I think it's going to be, you know, propel me more into having a voice on the team um, a little bit more. And I think um, it naturally comes with a certain amount of respect. So I think, you know, just coming into this year, I think it's going to be pivotal for me to, to kind of voice, you know, have a voice more. And I think that's what I was working on last year is having a voice, um, especially when I was playing with a lot of the young guys. And, um, you know, I had to, be propelled into that situation of being a leader on the team. So um I think this year is going to be, you know, the same thing. I think whatever I learned last year, I bring it to this year and kind of go from there. Obviously I have a you know arguably the best the, the best leader in sports on the team as well to to kind of help me as well. But um I think kind of submitting my voice into the team will be very, very pivotal, you know, for us to be successful
1: you talk about having the best leader in sports in, in Damian Lillard there to kind of help you go through this. One of the things that I, th- I think has kind of been in Portland since you signed this deal and ever, or really since CJ McCollum was traded was if they're going to transition to Dame CJ to Dame and Anthony, what's the difference? Explain to people what the difference is. And this isn't to like downplay CJ or to lift you up. But what's different about pairing you with Dame than CJ with Dame? What is the actual tenable basketball stuff that's different that's going to set the backcourt apart from what they had been for the past nine years?
2: Um, You know, I think I think Dame and CJ played two different ways in a way. They were, you know what I mean? They they had a specific, specific skill set that they were good at. You know what I mean? CJ could score the ball with anybody. Um, he could create his own shot. Um, he could just make plays off the bounce like no other. And I think that's what made him, that's what makes him great um, at what he does and makes him, you know, who he is. And I think Dame was more of the, he was more playing the point guard of making plays for others, also scoring the ball. And um, I think that's, I think that's the pretty much the difference that I, I kind of cater more towards how Dame plays than what CJ does of just, you know, most of the time he's being aggressive and that's, you know, that's what his job was to be aggressive and that's who he is. Be aggressive to score each and every time and I think um the difference is that I'm you know I can I can kind of you know do both like how Dane does and um you know I can make a lot of plays for others if it's not working out for me on the um, on the shooting end and um we can kind of play off each other based off that if it's being a threat to do both
3: well and how much too, and I mean a couple years ago you you come off the bench and your shooting numbers were amazing off the ball I think you were one of the best in the league And then last year, obviously, everything kind of went the way it went, and and you got that opportunity, and and you ran with it. But I'm curious, how much communication you and Dame are on kind of some of this stuff, or is that more something you guys get into when camp gets going? And how much being prepared for the season in terms of what you work on is dealt with more off-ball stuff versus the balance of doing what you're saying, running point, Dame's off, he runs point, you're running off?
2: Yeah, I think that starts early, before training camp even starts. You know I mean? That's why – that's why you know a lot of us like to come come back early a month before training camp is to to get the ball rolling early. And I think you know this, this coming up month before training camp, I think it's we're going we're going to spend a lot of time of trying to un- get an understanding of you know how each each other want to play and um, get a good chemistry going on you know what things we like to do, um, you know how we want to play, um, how we're going to dictate you know um who be's aggressive at one time and who isn't you know what i mean so i think it's going to, this is the perfect time right now to to kind of establish the identity of what we're going to be
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data
1: Both Joe Cronin and Chauncey Billups have made no bones about what they've wanted to do with the team and and bringing in guys like Jeremy and bringing in GP, getting more defensive. You and I have talked about over the years about the perception of your defense. What is it that's going to keep what a lot of people thought was a a hiccup in, in Dame and CJ struggling defensively from that being a repeat? defensively, where where are you at right now? What is it that you're looking at that you can highlight and say, no, this isn't going to be an issue. This is going to be something that we can stand on.
2: No, it's, I think I think it's, it's, off, it's basically off team concept that caters to the players. Um, I think last year we kind of did a better job at least in the past, you know, comparing it to the past. Um, our defense was much better because we were much more aggressive, and I think that's what's going to help us next year. we got a lot of athletic dudes that's Flying around, I think based off our defensive concepts, that's going to cater to our hands. And I think everybody needs to be on one accord on on, on you know committing themselves to that hand first. And I think you know we have the talent to to score the ball, but I think you know what's going to set us apart is that everybody's tied in like, together on defense. And um, I think everybody has a pretty much a good understanding of you know that's what's going to set us over the top. And I think that's why you know we brought in guys like Jeremy and, and GP to to kind of you know, help help us as, as well to, to kind of understand that end and understand, you know, what we need to do to, to oh, be great no. in that end.
3: A- expectations can be a, a weird thing. I- I'd imagine, too, from an athlete perspective, like you're only going to listen to so many different people and pundits and predictions and stuff. But I am curious, like when we talk about defense and you talk about how important it's going to be, do you feel like for you guys to maybe exceed whatever expectations people place or – maybe even your own and get further in the West. Do you feel like it's as simple as everybody's got to lock in on that side of the ball? Because, and it feels like I just, I look at the roster. I'm like, Duke can score, Duke can score, Duke can score. Whereas defensively to what Danny said, it's kind of like, I hope that, you know, it elevates to that side. Is it as simple as you guys exceeding expectations means you leave locked in defensively?
2: Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, I think more than ever before, other than probably my, my, my rookie year, this is probably the you know, the best defensive talent we've had since then. One hundred percent, like guys like Josh Justice that proved themselves to be a good defenders Last year, they were guarding, you know, the best players on the, on each team when we were when we were playing at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they kind of you know, proved that they was able to to hold their own against those guys. And I think, you know, adding guys like Gary GP that you know obviously has a good track record of guarding guys you know, one through four, you know what I mean? At yeah, the inside, which is amazing. And Jeremy, obviously, his length is, is disruptive and um, he can guard so many positions. And I think that's going to be seamless for us because, you know, we have the flexibility of doing anything. We can switch, we can play aggressive. And um, I think that's what's going to help us out a lot. And like I said, again, everybody needs to be on on the same page when it comes to, to that end of the floor and how we want to approach it. Uh,
1: last year, you and I talked, uh, a lot throughout the season as far as like your growth as a as a point guard as a primary creator as a ball handler and how you really hadn't done that since high school because you had played so much off ball whether it was uh in a lineup with a bench unit where cj was kind of directing things or when Melo was here you kind of had to defer to him because his role was to be that real oh. scorer for the second year you were the off ball you know floor balance floor stretcher post-entry guy however but you transitioned into a role where you you flat-out said, like, this is not something I have done, but you said going into that year, you done we, – we, we, hell, when we talked – when we had you on here last year, you talked about how much work you were putting in on your ball handling and your playmaking. And you said, no, seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm really committing myself to this. It's, it's something I know that I need to do. Obviously, you didn't know that the season was going to go the way that it did. Yeah. But what is it this year – that you're going to try to take and elevate the way that you did, because you and I have joked about how you're, you know, I texted you. I didn't know you were going to end up being this good. And you said something like, yeah, I, you know, my dad said the same thing, you know, five minutes ago. So it was uh, like this level of growth. So now that you've achieved like this kind of, not, not, crazy, not even kind of, a, a incredibly high level in the NBA or showing you can do it for a long period of time. What's the next thing that you kind of add to the list of like, this is what I need to add to my game. Not just continue growing, but add to my game.
2: I think, you know, playing with playing with this I think it's going to be pivotal for me to to be able to play off ball really well, coming off down screens and be able to shoot. You know what I mean? Like being a being a real threat on that on that side of the offensive end. Um, you know, being able to be a guy that can come off and catch, a shoot, and uh, fly around, almost like how you know. Somebody like J.J. Redick would do, you know, just being able to do that and had a flexibility to do that also with, you know, switching over and still being able to be the primary ball handler and create for others at a time. And um, I think, you know, another step is basically, you know, I think all the best scorers know how to get to the free throw line. And that's one of the things I kind of want to be emphasizing is, you know, all the best players can get to the free throw line anytime, especially if they're having an off shooting night. They're still effective somehow
1: um how do you work on that because there's there's guys like james harden who made a career out of contorting their body and, and getting themselves in the right positions how do you work on that in the summer
2: that's hard but i think it's a it goes a lot of just playing against a lot of live bodies like um i was in i was in la last week and for like a week and a half and that's all we were doing is just you know playing with you know extra defenders out there guarding me and i'm just figuring out ways to you know get a foul and I think it just comes with, with trial and error. I think that comes with you know a lot of the player, a lot of the players that get fouled now. They just they really just try things. They have the freedom to try things once in a while, and they kind of build a track record of okay, this is what this guy does. And um, you know, most of the time, like a lot of the, you know, they'll call, make the call because they just see him doing a lot and trying it, and they, he kind of build a reputation of being that guy. I think. That's the biggest part of you know getting calls consistently in the NBA. That's what I feel like it is.
3: Yeah, I think a lot of people in are are especially here. I mean, we're really anxious and excited to see Dame come back. Obviously, really banged up last year and having to sit out and get the surgery and stuff. But it does kind of feel like outside of the the Portland Oregon bubble that it's oh yeah Dame's out there. That's right. What's he what's he looked like? How how do you think how much he's foaming at the mouth to just be able to get out there? I know you're excited to play next to him, but like. You've been you've seen this dude your whole career, and we've gotten to watch him. But like to watch him sit out and then see kind of the response from people around the league of like, oh yeah, Damian Lillard's out there. How how much you think he's hungry to kind of get back out there and show? Oh yeah, I'm Damian Mother effing Lillard.
2: No, I think he's really hungry. I think he's been I think he's been ready for a while now, to <laughs> <I'll> say the <laughs> least. Like you know, he's he's he fully locked in on the season. He's he's I like to bet money that he's in game shape right now to play. Wow. He's been in game shape for a minute, so I think that's just how just that's just how he's wired. I mean, he just he's he's ready to go right now, and I think you know what I mean that you see that you know through his whole career where he's always been more prepared than other people. You know, even when it came to the bubble, like you know what I mean he was in game shape before you even started practicing in the bubble mm-hmm. before the bubble. You know, what I mean we were going to we were going to um, like. Uh, little little games, and we were just like practice. And he was first practice in, in the bubble, and he was just more conditioned than everybody.
1: He, like, he, was, he was ready like,
2: to jump, yeah, for the jump. You already knew, like, and that's why people. I wasn't like people weren't surprised, especially on the team where he was playing so well because he was he was in in fantastic shape and ready to go. So that's just who he is.
3: How motivating is that for you, though? And how much that's kind of maybe helped you in your
2: career? No, they're hundred percent. Like I, I mean, I said this. I said this to one of my friends a, a couple of days ago. It's like, it's very hard for me to get complacent. You know, especially at this time of my career. I, you know, sign a big contract, but it's hard for me because I see. I have a great example of you know somebody that's never complacent. He he's he's made ten times more money than me. I have no. I have no excuse to. <laughs> <laughs> to get complacent at all because I yeah. see him working just, you know, working harder than everybody on, on, on the team and he's making the most money and he's the most successful, he's the most decorated player and he's, you know, more prepared than anybody. So I think that's that's where the motivation comes from is that, you know, if he's not lack, slacking, then I, then I definitely don't have room to slack at all.
1: In that same vein, have you guys had any discussions about, like, you're you're a year older than he was when he was a rookie. And you're mm-hmm. going into year five. Have mm-hmm. you guys had that kind of discussion about how you kind of had a a different trial by fire than where he got to refine some stuff at Weaver State, whereas you was uh, on the job training. But how you guys have kind of arrived at different paths. Have you guys had that kind of discussion about just kind of how you guys got to different places in very different ways?
2: No, it's, I mean, he understands. He understand that even through my first couple years that I was young and I didn't have that much experience and. You know what I mean? He was—he knew how good I could be, and then just—he was—he was, he was just—he was honestly just patient. He was patient, you know. That I w- he knew that I was gonna, you know, catch up eventually, you know. Um
1: He did co-sign you very early.
2: Yeah, he did. So like that, he and he said—I mean, he said this to the day—he was just like he knew—he knew it was gonna click at some point. He just didn't know when. And um, you know, he—he he always continued to push me no matter what, no matter, you know if you know i was struggling and it was taking too long for me to to kind of come along he always pushed me and kind of kept me at a space where you know i didn't get comfortable uh at you know where i was even though you know it was hard to get comfortable for me but um i think you know him giving me that daily motivation and also, also believing in me helped me get through get through the hump well
3: and i i think too and like now that you say that, I'm kind of thinking like I'm sure Dame's still going to be Dame and be a leader, but like how much of that experience for you, you talked about being more vocal this year, right? And kind of stepping up in some of that leadership role. How much of that experience for you do you apply to a guy like Shaden who comes in in a very unusual circumstance, didn't play in college, six minutes into summer league, he's hurt. Well, he's going to come back healthy now. He he could be pretty vital for you guys if he can earn some some minutes, like how much you learn from Dame versus what now you apply to a guy somewhat similar in shade.
2: Yeah, I think you know it's, it's going to it'll be easier for me to to kind of uh, relate to some of the players on the roster because you know obviously Dame had a different different come up on you know how he you know he played started as a rookie you know how you know he was he was able to get the ball rolling much earlier than a lot of a lot of NBA players and I think you know for my journey I think I'm able to. To relate with some of the players on the roster who's going who went through the same thing as me, or going through the same thing as me, so um, you know with Shaden, he ha- I mean he has, obviously has a great opportunity to come in and play. Um, you know he's, he's super talented in and in a, in a great kid, and I think um, you know you kind of see his demeanor kind of was like mine when I first came in. It was very mellow, uh, quiet, um, and you just kind of got to get him out of his shell a little bit. Give him a little bit more confidence, and um, and I think that's going to you know take him to the next level and be able to help us, you know, sooner rather than later.
1: Uh, one of the other guys, uh, here that's obviously been very impressive is Jabari Walker at Summer League. Yes. And you mm-hmm. talk about guys being kind of ready. You and I were texting back and forth during his kind of run and kind of like this. He's got something and. Yeah. What what is it about Jabari that you can look at him and be like, I can see him getting out there and being impactful
2: for us this year. I think I think it's you know, he plays he plays with a with a great pace. Um, you know, he's not sped up at all in any situations. I think that's I think that's kind of half of the battle in kind of getting comfortable in the NBA is mm-hmm. getting adjusted to the speed and once you play at your own speed and know that's your speed and you're comfortable playing at that no matter how fast the game is going, I think you're already ahead of the curve, and I think that's what that's why he plays so well in some because a lot of guys are just flying around, trying to show what they can do, and not really thinking, and you know, Jabari plays so well, because he knows who he is, and knows, you know what, what works for him, so he was playing at a different pace than everybody else, and he was doing what he does best and, um, you know, he's he just going to continue to get better, and learn you know, what the coach staff wants him to do, and you know, he can do a lot of things. He can shoot the ball, post up. Uh, very smart, can pass the ball. He understands the game. So um, I think he can help us out as well.
3: And I uh, I love basketball. Me and Danny do the pod. We have a lot of fun. I'm only going to be able to tell so much about the game versus like somebody like yourself where you're breaking film down and you understand things. I've had people ask me this, and I I always just shrug my shoulders and go, I, I don't know. We'll see. <clears throat> What was your takeaway from Chauncey Billups year one? What did you learn about your coach? Because it feels like a lot of people like me just kind of shrug our shoulders because we didn't know how to feel because last year was so unusual.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I understand it's hard to kind of gauge. Um, but I think based off the situation, um, I think he he handled it very good. And I think he showed what he can do as a coach, um, you know, having – Having based off the you know the roster, we had a whole bunch of young guys. We were pulling out wins, you know, some games and um, against very good teams. And I think that kind of shows you what kind of coach he is and how he learned a lot from a great coach in Ty Lue the year before. And I think um, this year, you know, we got a fully healthy team and we have a great opportunity to, to to make something happen this year. I think you know it's gonna it's gonna show even more this year, and I think he's gonna shine even more than he did last year. All
1: right. Got to get some, got to get some numbers down here for you. Because last year we had you on, and I actually got you to just commit to some numbers. And you said you wanted to shoot above forty-five percent, and you got right around there. You wanted to shoot forty percent or better from three. You wanted to shoot eighty-five percent or from the from the free throw line. You did all that. Mm-hmm. You said you. Were, I think you said you wanted to get around like fifteen, fifteen and four. I think is what you said was what you're kind of like what you're hoping to do. And you beat all of that. Now you obviously had some insane numbers from January into February where you were, I think you were at 27 and six. If I remember right. Um, now I don't, I don't think you need to put up that. <laughs> what, what, uh, what are you, I, I know it's hard always to put something to this or, you know, it's about wins and like, but like when you go out on a nightly basis, like what, what's the burden, what's the expectation that you kind of put on yourself Is like I need to contribute, but this is what I need to bring every single night. Like what are the goals that you're setting forth as you go into this and you're, what I call your first real NBA season. This is your second contract expectations become real. So what yeah. are those expectations become for you before you even get to the outside stuff?
2: Um, first I think, well, percentages wise, I want to at least get close to, to 50, 40, 90. I did 89 last year, right? Free throw? I think you're 88, mm-hmm. seven. Yeah. I think is what it was. Yeah. So I think seven. 90 is a, a very attainable goal. 40 again, I think is another attainable goal. Um, how do you get think, your
1: your field goal percentage up? Because that was the one that you said hard. you needed to struggle. That uh, you struggled with was that because you hard. you I don't know if you, you've seen your numbers. Your mid range numbers are up there with KDs and CJs and everybody else's as far as the elite category. Your volume wasn't there. Where you were struggling was was finishing around the rim, and you mm. even grew there. When you're talking about drawing free throws, is is a lot of that come from? Getting better around the rim as a finisher, as well as drawing that contact to lift that percentage up?
2: Yeah, 100%. It's like you're just going in into the paint more and, and finishing. Um, that goes with a lot of things. It might you know, increase the, f- the field goal, free throw, you know what I mean? Just all around, you'd be more effective around that area. So um, it's definitely a hard thing to, to have your field goal up to 50, but um, I think uh, it's, it's an attainable goal. I think even if I'm close to fifty, then that's 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 better. Even, as long as I'm over either forty five again or above, I think I'm in that 45, 50 range or above. I think that's that's perfect.
3: Are you guys are you guys pretty prepared to play small ball? I talked to Joe a couple of weeks ago uh, on a radio show I do, and and he had kind of mentioned you know after Nurk, you have got Eubanks and you got Watford, but there's not a lot of big size behind the big guy. Uh, and he kind of alluded to, like, playing Justice or even Jeremy at the five. Like, are you guys fully ready and prepared to play a lot of small ball five stuff?
2: Yeah, 100%. I think we got we got guys that can guard multiple positions. And I think, you know, even when we have to play Jeremy at the five and do Justice at the four, Josh at the three, you know, I think that's going to be – that would be GP at the two, me at the one or something like that. I think uh, we're fully prepared in that situation to guard. You know, guard multiple positions, and I think we have the guys that have the, the the strength and the size to do it. All
1: right, now we got the, the very important question here: Yet, mm-hmm. how, how much do you weigh now?
2: <laughs> I checked the day; I'm like 195. Still, still can't get over that that two bill. No, nah, I think I, I hit one. I hit 200 at some point, but I think you burn it off um, after those tacos I think, in Mexico. Yeah, we've been we <laughs> no nah, we we've been working we've been working out pretty hard the past couple you know past couple of days so. Um, it might live down a little bit. Um, we got the, we got the weekend also, it might go up a little bit by a couple of pounds.
3: <laughs> I, I don't know why, Aunt, but if, can I ask you real quick, it, the the luck of the organization in the city, the last couple of dudes that we've had, you know, sign on and stay here, they've been year round guys. And I know you're from Florida, you talk about Arizona a little bit, but like, uh, is Aunt Simon's a, uh, a, a buy a house in Portland kind of guy? Is that kind of what you're eyeing? I don't want to get. Too yeah, yeah for sure.
2: For sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the, the the house is almost done, so we're good. We're good.
1: Oh, there we so. go. All right, built built a castle <laughs> next to Dame's.
2: <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I ain't got that type of money yet. <laughs> All
1: right, another important question I had somebody ask: uh, How many more tattoos have you gotten this summer?
2: Ooh, uh. Oh, he's got a count. I like five or six more.
3: Five or six more.
2: Maybe, maybe oh, you maybe got full eight, sleeves. Seven. You got full sleeves on both arms. Um, is that the oh, goal? close to it. Close yeah. to it. My right arm is almost done. I got like a little bit room. My wrist. I'm almost done. Back of my arm is not a little done, a little bit, but but basically, I got like maybe like three or four more man, tattoos left before both. both none sleeves are done.
1: Done in one year.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it helps to have the kind of summer he had. Do you yeah, have? And yeah. tattoos are real personal. Do you have one that's kind of like? just for you and a little goofy or, or a little different like just nobody would understand it but you like i got the ninja turtles right here for me do you got anything kind of <laughs> like that for you
2: nah i don't i don't <laughs> i don't most of the most of the like um most of my tech ta- i like i like to choose my tattoos and i base it off you know what's gonna make sense when i'm 70 years old and i'm looking at them <laughs> i want to laugh so at when i'm 70. That, what that is you know what yeah. that is what this about yeah bam, bam bam and i think that's only that's only way i'll get a tattoo if, it's, if it makes sense if it's going to make sense when i'm older you know and i'm old and wrinkly and, and 80 years old and i'm looking at my looking at my arm full of tattoo
1: what has been the single biggest change for you since february so when things like when it became real for you that I can do this. Wouldn't After that, John Morant
3: game specifically, yeah, like, <laughs> the Memphis game was <laughs> the crazy. The biggest
2: change. Yeah, um, what, what, what is
1: like mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically? What like whatever? What changed in you from then to where you like? To where you're at now, because you, like, I'll tell you from the outside looking in, you you're different than you were a year ago. There mm-hmm. there was a build towards it, but just talking to you, like I've noticed it you can see it i mean and i'm talking to guys around you uh your your trainer phil Beckner said the same thing like they, there's there's a there's a change in you like that maturity what what do you think when like you just take a step back and like really analyze yourself what has changed the most for you uh
2: i think it's just maturity and confidence i think you know um i think i have a clear understanding of you know what type of player i want to be uh what type of player i can be just based off this year of of playing so well and playing at the highest level, winning games um, for us and um, having all these, you know, big-time shots and stuff and continuously light, day in, day out, um, you know, performing well um, and, you know, coming out with some wins. I think that kind of boosted my confidence up to where I can – I know I can play at the highest level with, the high, you know, the best players in the league and, and be successful. And so I think that kind of shifted my maturity level, you know, and my kind of my fear level went down to, you know, to to the lowest it can be. So, um, I think, you know, I think there's nothing that I can't achieve at this point, and um, I'm going to continue to to make sure that, you know I achieve my goals.
1: What was yeah. re- re- real quick on on just kind of following up with that? What was the most fun night for you? Was it going most ahead fun with, night? Was it going man. ahead to have a tray? Was it was it closing that game against Memphis before the All Star break? What was what was the in that that six week span where you went nuts? What was the most fun Ooh, for you?
2: Definitely that four game win streak I on I, that, that the the back to back game with Milwaukee and mm-hmm. Memphis is easily the best, the best two games that I felt like in my almost, almost in my career, honestly, because we just came in there like we were obviously the underdogs and I knew the Bucks game. We didn't they didn't have Giannis at the time, but it's still like they still got Drew and Chris Middleton. As for, in full strength. And I think, um, you know, to come out with that win and, you know, come out the next, like, playing against Memphis, who was the second seed in the West and at full, at full strength, and to come out with that win, too, I think that was amazing. For us and the, the, for me and the whole team, I think that kind of, you know, gave us confidence that, you know, we can do this if we have full strength. We can really win games and beat teams.
1: Did that, did that give you the flag to plant kind of going forward in the next year? Is that kind of like the springboard?
2: Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah, I think, you know, like I said, that boosted my confidence to another level where, you know, I feel like there's nothing I can do. Um, So I think, um, you know, I just carry that same confidence from last year to this year and knowing that I can affect games in a positive way and consistently each and every night.
3: Uh, I can tell you firsthand, and I know you guys don't want to lose any games ever. But after that Memphis game, we were riding the high of your performance and then we were both kind of like. All right. He's got to sit the rest of the year. He's, uh, he's too good. The team's going to win too many games here. Uh, let me ask you, the roster might not be what it is by the end of the season. Your general manager has basically alluded to that. It's not a perfect roster by any stretch, but you added these pieces. How do you guys, if you're kind of looking and talking about the Western conference, it's, it's really hard to kind of figure out because you don't know who's yeah. going to be as good as they might be and who's going to maybe be disappointing. How do, you, how do you think you guys stack up in the West right now?
2: I think we said go great obviously there's a lot of teams in the west now that got you know a lot more players that got better but um i think we just got to take it, you know one game at a time it's a long season um we just got to focus in on each each night each team we play um and play harder than them and and be you know the team that you know wants it more and i think you know it's easier for us to easy for us to to have that kind of um, want to to be better than other teams because I think a lot of us, you know, obviously, you know, we're Portland, so it's like, you know, a lot of people overlook us and and kind of count us out a little bit. So um, it's easier for had that had drive to to want to to want to win games each and every night and kind of prove people wrong.
3: ESPN as you had thirty five wins and tenth in the West. I just want to throw that at you.
2: Just want to tell you. Yeah, I already I already know. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that.
1: All right, man. Well, we'll get you out of here on this. Uh, you guys are you guys are getting into town for your pre-training camp workout here, what, like about two weeks? Everybody's starting to come to town over like the next week or so?
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I usually get here a month before training camp. Uh,
1: exactly. Uh, talking to the summer league guys, uh, Trenton and Jabari both t- said that they were going to try to get in town early as well. So I imagine you guys will yeah, be sure. Yeah.
2: Every, for... I, I mean, all the young guys are pretty much in town. Yes. Yeah,
1: right so they, they wanted to get going early, they said. Yeah, so yeah. With everybody kind of coming to town, you kind of get into unofficial five-on-five stuff and start ramping up. Like, what – when you're looking this and you're kind of st- taking that first, you know, next step forward and, like, the next part of your NBA career and your, your life, what's the thing you're looking forward to most of
2: the season? Man, just uh, – just going out there and having the opportunity to to, to really win. You know, it's just um, – To impact kind of, winning? Yeah, one hundred percent. Just you know, being a part of something special, I think, um, and being a big impact in it, you know. Now, so I think that's really kind of what driving me is that I want to I want to win and, and be a part of it, and um, I think you know everybody else does as well.
1: All right, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you for joining us. I know you were uh, you've got uh, had a very busy summer all around from <laughs> LA to Phoenix to Vegas to Mexico and back again in Florida. Uh, Again, thank you. We appreciate you. You got anything else coming up? Any more of your charity work, the Be a Light or or um, uh, your foundation
2: or anything coming up? I have nothing coming up right now. Okay.
1: Right I always now. want to make sure we, we we get an opportunity to plug it because you guys are always doing we something. Appreciate, like
2: and I appreciate that. No,
1: not always, <laughs> brother. Um. Again, thank you. Nothing but best of luck for you for uh for this season. You know, good health. Uh. Again, Congrats, by the way. Again. Congr- 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 awesome. Congrats yeah. on the contract, <laughs> especially. Um. It's it's been fun, man. So I just, I just want to sure. say again, so, uh, you, like I said, you and I have talked so much over the years. It's, it's very cool to see. So, uh, everybody, Anthony Simons, Portland Trailblazers guard, uh, which we'll, we we'll, I'm sure we'll probably check back in sometime around all-star break like we did last year and kind of see how things are yeah. going. And, uh, good luck, man. We'll talk soon. All right.
2: All right. Cool. All right. Thanks Appreciate again, everybody
1: it. for joining Jack Ramsey's for Brandon. I'm Danny. Take care. Have a wonderful night and we'll talk soon. Might
4: mypatriotsupply.com